The woman you are about to meet wakes up at the crack of dawn, fueled by a passion for fashion and a lifelong love of espresso. Hi, this is Candy O'Terry. Welcome to the story behind her success. Voted Best Women's Clothing Designer by Boston Magazine in 2021, Daniela Corte founded her gorgeous clothing line in 2000 with a goal of creating elegant and beautiful clothes that are the perfect combination of fashion and function. Lucky me, because Daniela created a navy blue perfectly fitted suit for me years ago, and it is still in my closet, timeless and ready to be worn again. It's been a few years, though, since we've had the chance to sit down and chat. And as we settled into our studios at Chart Productions, I asked one of my favorite fashionistas to tell us a little bit about where she comes from. I'm originally from Argentina, Buenos Aires. You say that so well. (laughs) (laughs) So I moved to the U.S. when I was only 19, and I used to talk with a very thick Sofia Vergara Argentine accent. So this was a big insecurity of mine at first. (laughs) Speaking English made me feel uncomfortable in even the most mundane conversation. I felt like I was being silently judged. But then I discovered style. And soon I found myself spending every free moment pouring over fabric swatches and devouring every issue of Vogue and Women's Wear Daily. I mean, I still, I'm a big print girl. I love, love looking at fashion magazines and books, and I get a lot of inspiration from that. So Um, let me ask you this. Where did your love of fashion come from? Was that something that was instilled in you in a very young age? Yes. My father was in men's fashion, and Argentina's a very, very fashionable, they call it the Paris of South America. Women dress very well and put a lot of pride in how they go out and present themselves to the world. And this has been something that's always been kind of my motto, and I always now as a mother tell it to my kids, how you choose to dress is how you present yourself to the world. So... I am a firm believer that style brings you a lot of confidence and can open so many doors. I take pride in dressing well, and I take pride in telling clients, my family, my friends, how fashion and style can bring you to the next level. So that has always been my passion. Tell me a little bit more about your dad. What what oh. what did he I mean, you know, what was life like in your house? Yeah, he used to dress all of like the VIPs from the president to every important person and you know, I was surrounded with tailors my entire oh, life. Okay. And bolts of fabric that came shipped from Europe. So I was always petite. Nothing ever fit me perfectly. So I always, because I had access to tailors, uh, I was a little spoiled in that (laughs) way. They would always make me dresses and I would always create them with, I I always was attractive to beautiful textiles. There you go. Yeah. So it was the feel of the fabric when those bolts of fabric would come into your house. I bet you were the first person to Uh, run out and just want to look at it, right? I was so excited. And I used to go on weekends to my father's workshop and see how garments got made. And one of the first things I've cut in my life was a silk tie and, you know, the pattern. And they would teach me how to put it, you know, and cut 
on volume and all that. So, yes, I've always been in touch with beautiful, beautiful textiles. And I think my inspiration comes when I choose to design something. It starts with a textile. And I can see how that textile drapes over the form and over the body. And then something gets created from there. I believe that our childhood is our foundation. It's where we come together and where our values are formed. What was the work ethic like in your house? What was most important when you were growing up? What were you taught about what matters in life? Well, I mean, to really be happy, right? And to actually take pride in your work. Uh, My father had people that worked for him for many, many years those people were our family, right? And to this day, I still have, from the moment I opened my business, the first day, the same head tailor in my business, my seamstress, Estella, who I adore, and then later Carmen. And having a small group of people that will do anything for you, uh, you treat them well, they treat you well, is key. Respect. If you can't respect who your boss is, there's really something bad happening there. When I opened the business, wanted to create a great environment for people to come and work and have fun every day. Of course, you know, it's it's a lot of work. Fashion never ends. Fashion never sleeps. No matter how great <laughs> your uh, collection was last season, you have to kind of reinvent it and keep it fresh again. And there's so many layers to the fashion industry, right, that nobody probably sees the behind sure, the, the behind the scenes. When you were growing up, who was your role model? Did you have somebody that you really emulated? My family was in different countries. I had a very, very special bond with my grandmother, and I still have a very, very special bond with my mom. I'm a big family, family girl. She was a beautiful woman and extremely well-dressed. She was Italian and then grew up in the United States and in Italy and in Argentina. So she traveled a lot. She was exposed to a lot of different cultures and travel. But the whole thing is she always looked effortlessly put together. And it's not about wearing a gown. It's about being confident. And style is something I think you're born with, right? I always say to my kids and to my friends, you can have 20 bucks But with those 20 bucks, you can look a million bucks. It's not about the money. It's about how you put yourself together. And she embodied that, huh? Yeah, she did. You can train yourself to try to find your style and be true to yourself, but then really stick to that, not like try to be somebody else. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. You have to be comfortable in how you dress. Like my mother is a more sporty person, but she always looks fantastically put together in a more sporty ensemble. I do love it all, unfortunately, <laughs> but I do love to get dressed up and I, lo- I do love a good pair of heels. Well, you know, my mother used to say, if you've got a nice pair of legs, put on a pair of heels. Exactly. That was one of her many things that she would tell me. <laughs> How did you come to the United States? So my parents eventually got divorced and I always wanted to travel. And my grandmother at that moment was living in the United States and I wanted to spend actually some quality time with her. At that moment, I was dating a fashion photographer. So it, it, it seemed like a great thing to come. And then I fell in love with the States. And eventually I broke up with him. And I met my present husband, who is the love of my life. 
when he's you, been my rock ever since. When you came to the United States, where did you land? Where did you start? My immediate family was living at the time in Providence. So I landed there. And coming from Buenos Aires, Providence back then, this was end of 1998, I remember trying to get even an espresso and Thames Street looked like it was, I, I swear to God, the mafia. Like <laughs> my mother and I would go to this like little cafe where they had dark blinds and everything was dark and they did make us the best espresso, but everything was Dunkin' Donuts. If not, I was used to espresso. They I On was having, every corner. On every corner. But people were having like dinner at 6 p.m. and I'm used to like just having espresso at 6. But anyway, it was tough in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Culture shock, right? Culture shock, the weather, style. There was none. Uh, So I was this close to move to New York. And then I met my husband and we were going to go there together. But then things changed. And uh, and if I stayed in Boston, I said, I am going to open my own business. And I wanted to design something that women could wear every day. You have a phrase which is called wellness of style. Yes. Talk about what that means to you and what you try to create for women who come into your beautiful store. Oh, thank you. Well, wellness of style starts at the beginning of each day, right? It's you approach it when you wake up. And the choices you make from that very moment you wake up, I think, snowball into the entire day. So... I, especially through the pandemic, you know, I had a lot of clients saying, I'm not going anywhere. Why do I need this? Why do I, I don't need to get dressed up. I don't need this. I don't need that. And I'm a firm believer we get dressed up first and foremost for ourselves. Yes. That is the wellness of style and how that can change your entire day. If you choose to be in sweats all day and eat Ben and Jerry's and stay in bed and, you know, not really take care of yourself, of your style, of how you feel, well, that's going to be that day. If you actually put something nice on and feel empowered and feel confident, and you're probably going to be a better mother, a better wife, a better friend, be in better sense of yourself and who you are. So I always encourage my clients, my friends, my kids. I always say there's an outfit for every occasion. When you go to the gym, you put on your gym outfit and then you shower and you change right into your day outfit. That's how you present yourself to the world. Well, Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention as you're saying that about what you're wearing is there is an actual correlation between how productive you are with how dressed you are. And I know there have been studies that show that kids who did a project who showed up in hoodies and sweatpants versus kids who did a project and had to show up as if they were going to a wedding or a funeral in a project about making money The well-dressed kids made three times as much money in this little game they played than the ones who showed up in the sweatpants. Do you agree? Does that make sense to you? A hundred percent agree. You can still keep it very casual, but the second, let's put, for example, you put on a blazer that elevates any outfit you have. And I always tell my clients there are five or ten must-have items in your closet where you need to invest. And that should make getting dressed easier every day, right? You have the perfect blazer. You have the perfect black dress. You have the perfect fitting jeans. You have the perfect fitting black pants. 
You're golden. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, some great silk tops. You are creating your style and you're creating timeless outfits that you can change and can make you feel good. So that it's all about that. It's about actually finding your style and feeling empowered with the clothes. How do you define style, Daniela Corte? Style is confidence. Style is power. Style is courage. Style is strength. And if you have all of that, you have style, right? And you're happy. Life is too short. Many celebrities have come calling to you, including Gigi Hadid and Christy Teigen and Maya Harris, the older sister of Kamala Harris. And when she was being inaugurated, her sister came to you for some special outfits. So talk to us a little bit about how you want people to feel when they come into your store and wear your clothing. I always say it should be a fun exercise and it should be it, it should feel very easy, right? Maya came, she wanted something that she would feel comfortable in, that would photograph well. Washington was going to be cold, so we needed a great jacket that would give her some warmth, but still she could show off her outfit and still look put together. Of course, I'm a big, big lover of ivory and silk together. So ivory was a great color for her that would frame her face beautifully. It's timeless, and it would go beautifully with black. So we did one of our best-selling shirts, the ruffle um, blouse in an ivory silk, and uh, we did it with our tuxedo jacket, and then she wore an overcoat. But it was fantastic to dress her from beginning to end. It was a very emotional moment. To Um, know that your design was part of history. Yeah. Well, if you want to see the beautiful work of Daniela Corte, just go to daniellacorte.com and feast your eyes. Daniela, you are a clothing designer, but you are an entrepreneur. You are a self-employed businesswoman. What is the key ingredient of being a successful entrepreneur? (laughs) Discipline. Now, (laughs) I just think you have to really follow your dreams. And when people tell you no, or this is not going to work, you really have to listen to yourself, like follow your gut feeling. I always been a firm believer that I wouldn't stop until I became a household name and until I get recognized and I see people walking down the street with my designs. That gives me so much, so much joy. And uh, it gives me joy also to see people telling me, you know, they, they wore that dress and they got so many compliments and that changed their day. And then they wore it again. And, you know, that injection of confidence into every woman, I feel I've done my work well. You know, one of the 16 life lessons, and I handed those to you so you'll have them I yourself. Love it. One yes. of them is don't just show up, stand out. Exactly, exactly. And clothes have that. So let's use that power. When you walk in a room, people stare, people look. And and you only get five seconds to make a first impression. Exactly. And people will remember how you made them feel. How did motherhood change Uh, you? I chose to stay in Boston because I wanted to raise a family here. I love Bostonians and I love being close to my family. Having said that, uh, you know, fashion has a lot of late evenings and events and shows. So I always felt like when I was at a late evening or travel for a week, 
I wasn't being the first mother. No matter where I was in the world or if we were not together, I would always talk to them. And having that contact constantly, it's a very Latin thing. It's like <laughs> I pick up the phone and I need to hear their voices, even if it's for two minutes. But I love that. And, you know, I think you balance it. And I think at some point it pays off. I think I could never be a stay-at-home mom. I, I just love too much what I do. But I love my family, too. And you can have it all, I think. What do you think is your greatest strength as a designer? I guess fit. I really listen to my clients, and I really won't stop until that fit is 100% perfect. That's why I do a lot of made-to-measure. That's why I started the business like that, and that's my old-school upbringing from Argentina. Everything was made-to-measure. These days, we can't do that with everything, but we can still have an amazing fit. And if something is ill-fitted, you don't feel good. Giving back to the community, yes. philanthropy, oh my God, has always it. been yes. such a big part of your success story. Yes. I believe that when we throw good things out into the world, good things really do come back to us. Completely agree. Talk to me a little bit about your philosophy around giving back. Well, it's karma, right? You do good, you get good. I always feel I've been very blessed my entire life. I've worked very much. I've never will stop. Uh, I'm a workaholic. But <laughs> having said that, I've had a lot of good fortune in my life. And I really feel I have to give back. You had mentioned that one of your goals was to have Daniela Corte be a household name. Yes. Let's imagine that you are walking down the street and you see someone wearing one of your signature pair of jeans or a blazer or that beautiful ruffle top, Yeah, what happens to you? I would just smile and continue walking. I would just be <laughs> blessed with that. I'm actually in the middle of creating a capsule collection and scaling it. So we'll see. Next couple questions we ask everybody who sits right yeah. where you are. When an obstacle is in your path, how do you get around it? I try different ways, and I won't stop until I succeed. <laughs> and you will look damn good doing it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Well, we'll see. If you love what you do, it's not an obstacle. If I did a challenge, and I won't stop until that challenge becomes a success. Let's put it that way. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received in your life? And this can be a personal thing or a professional thing. And can you pass that along to our listeners? I think sometimes people speak, like, talk too much. I think it's okay if you don't know to be quiet and to learn, to observe. What do you wish you knew when you first got started? God, there's so <laughs> you many. You see the look on your face. <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we start? My God. You know, I think balancing work and just life, right? Sometimes we can work a little too much and we can get burned out. It, it's constant, right? I try to balance. Now I don't, I try not to work on weekends. Weekends are for my family. But fashion is difficult because fashion is 24 hours and I'm in the service of pleasing people and customer service is everything for me. So I have relationships with a lot of my clients that become my friends and vendors that become my friends. But that's my way of operating, right? But sometimes to shut it off and to just say no. I have a very difficult time saying no <laughs> to people. So that would be the one thing I have to learn how to say no. Does there come a time 
And maybe that's what you're reflecting on right now, where we gain enough momentum and enough experience where we can say no. Yeah. Going back, it's what you were brought up with. My dad always taught me the customer's always right, no matter what. So customer service for me is very important. And saying yes to people has always been in my DNA. Right now, in this chapter in your life, with this much experience, what does success mean to you? Being happy, being healthy, being comfortable in your own skin. For many years, I fought my insecurities. I'm still, I'm very proud Latina, but, you know, English, I always had an accent in, in English. And instead of being insecure, I embraced it. And I tried to pass that along to my daughter. And, you know, you are who you are. And we have this life and we're in this world once. And we just have to be happy and embrace what we have. And always absolutely try to better yourself, surround yourself with people that are better than you and learn from that. But just be happy. Happiness is the biggest gift, right? If we're happy, we can do great things. And health. I mean, health. Having our health is number one for sure. I want to say thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story. Thank you, Candy. It's been a pleasure. And that's the story behind her success for this week. My thanks to fashion designer Daniela Corte. See her gorgeous creations on her website. Visit her store when you're in Boston at her boutique inside the Mandarin Hotel, DanielaCorte.com. I'm always on the lookout for the next woman to profile. So if you know someone I should feature on the show, will you please let me know? Just go to my website, candyoterry.com. That's candy with a Y, O-T-E-R-R-Y.com. I'll have a new inspiring story for you next week. What's your story? I can't wait to hear it.